Welcome to the Live Free, Love Life podcast, where we discuss how to create more freedom so we can love our lives no matter what we're going through. Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast number two of Live Free, Love Life. Today, we're going to be talking about how to have an incredible anything. And the way to do that is to stop wishing it was different. We're in the holiday time of year, and all of us have expectations. We have expectations of what the holidays are supposed to look like, expectations of the people in our lives, maybe how they show up for the holidays, how they give us gifts, if they don't give us gifts, all of that. We all have a whole bunch of expectations. And the more that we wish it was different, the worse we actually make it for ourselves. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how to stop wishing things were different because they aren't different. They are exactly what they are. And year after year, we all create a whole bunch of unnecessary pain and suffering for ourselves as we hold on to our expectations and we keep wishing things were different. Your mom is going to keep doing the things that she does that drive you crazy. She just did. That's who she is. And so your brother and so your spouse and your boss and your kids and everyone else, they're all going to keep being who they are, which means they're going to keep doing the things that they do. And the more you wish they were different and the more you wish your circumstances were different, maybe when we get out of the realm of people, it's, man, I wish I had more money to spend getting gifts for my kids for Christmas. The more you wish that was different than what it is right in this moment, that doesn't mean we can't change it in the future. The more you wish it was different now, the more unnecessary pain and suffering you cause yourself. Blended Families has taught me this lesson better than any other circumstance I've ever had in my entire life. Here's a really good holiday example. The first year that um, I was remarried, my new family, I was so excited. This was our first year as a blended family for Christmas. And I had a lot of plans. We were doing all the things. We were going to go see the lights and we went and fed the homeless. Tons of different activities that were very holiday oriented that I thought were going to bring us together as a family. We were going to have these shared experiences and it was going to be beautiful. And instead, what happened was my husband's ex-wife came a couple days before Christmas. Now, if you are not divorced and you don't know how these things work, we have a custody agreement that says who gets the kids when. In our case, we get the kids every other year for Christmas. And then the year that we don't have them for Christmas, we have them for Thanksgiving and New Year's. So if it's our year for Christmas, we have a very specific set of days that these are ours for Christmas. To me, that's a court order. It's a done deal. It's ours. And she came a few days before Christmas, picked up her children, and we did not get them back till after Christmas, which means all of those plans that I had were thrown out the window. It was totally over. Now, I could have kept wishing that it was different. I could have kept wishing that his ex-wife was different than she is or that our circumstances were different than they are. But that doesn't get me anywhere. All that does is drive me crazy. And we create a whole ton of negative emotion for ourselves and, and nothing changes except that we feel worse. That's all that changes. Instead, once I can accept, instead of wishing it was different, I can just accept that this is what it is. She is who she is. She's going to do what she's going to do. That's completely out of my control. Once I can accept it, then we step into, now what? Okay, so if this is what it is, if this person is who they are and they're going to do what they're going to do, 
And I can just accept that is, okay, but now what? So let me tell you the now what in this very specific scenario. The next time we have the kids for Christmas, because I just accepted reality, this is what it is. Instead of having Christmas on Christmas, Christmas was at the end of our week this time. It just depends on when the kids get out of school and all that lines up. Christmas was at the end. So we had Christmas on the very first day of Christmas vacation. And we did all of our activities and we did all our things so that when my husband's ex-wife decided she wanted her children on Christmas, it didn't matter. We'd already had our Christmas. And I'm not saying I shouldn't have to do that. A lot of our brains are going to throw a big fit about that. Yeah, but I shouldn't have to. I agree with you. We shouldn't have to. But that doesn't get us anywhere except miserable. It truly doesn't. The more you wish it was different, the less you are capable of creating the experience you want. So I had Christmas a week early. So what? It doesn't matter that I shouldn't have to or that she shouldn't be doing these things. What matters is the experience that I create for myself with my family. That's what matters. I cannot control her. That is the reality. Instead of focusing on what I want to be different, what I wish was different, what I think it should be, which gets me nowhere but pain. Instead, I just move my focus to, okay, now what? Here's reality. Now, what do I want to do with it? How do I create something that I want? How do I create the experience I want to have given reality as it is, given the circumstances we have, given the people in our lives that we have? So let's talk about the shackles of wishing. This podcast is all about freedom. And so the things that are anti-freedom are shackles. They are the things that put us in bondage. They are the things that keep us stuck, the things that keep us trapped, the things that make us feel like we don't really have choices. These are the shackles. So the first one, it creates unrealistic expectations. Wishing for a different reality often leads to unrealistic expectations. We set ourselves up for disappointment when we expect life to conform to our daydreams. And believe me, friends, almost everything in our heads are daydreams. They're just all made up stories and they don't match reality. And the more we choose those and we wish that they were true, the more negative emotion we feel. And I'm going to keep repeating unnecessary negative emotion. Life is what it is. The more you wish it was different, the more negative emotion you feel, the more pain and suffering that is completely unnecessary. When we're constantly comparing our reality to an idealized version of what we want, we just feel frustrated. We feel anxious. We feel disappointed. And it's unnecessary. And believe me, I understand having an idealized version of reality. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm Enneagram One. We are really good at thinking the world should be a certain way. We have this idealized version of how all the people should be and how everything should work. And the more we focus on that, and it doesn't mean it's reality, the more pain and suffering we cause ourselves. Okay. Shackle number two, it hinders problem solving. Remember in my story about my husband's ex-wife, the more I was like, oh my gosh, she shouldn't do this. This is so wrong. She shouldn't be allowed. All of that, when I'm whining and complaining and wishing it was different, I'm not in problem solving mode. I'm not figuring out how to uh, come up with a solution that's going to help me to have the experience I want or to make it any better. The more we are wishing, the less we are problem solving. That is one of the shackles of wishing. It keeps us from problem solving. Shackle number three, it negates appreciation and gratitude. 
wishing that things were different actually can blind us to the blessings we currently enjoy. Anytime we're focusing on what's missing, it makes it really easy to overlook everything that is already awesome. And here's the thing. The more you cultivate appreciation and gratitude, the more happiness and joy and contentment you have. These go together when you cultivate gratitude, happiness, joy, contentment follow. This is what happens almost as if magic. When we are wishing for things to be different, it actually blinds us to all the things that we could be appreciating and we could have gratitude for. It keeps us from gratitude, from happiness and joy and contentment. When we wish things were different, we actually limit the abundance of all these amazing positive emotions that help us have a fulfilling life. And shackle number four to wishing things were different. It promotes a sense of powerlessness. When we are constantly wishing for change, we start to feel powerless and victimized by our circumstances. I guarantee you, back in the day, I felt like I was a victim of my husband's ex-wife. And not only to her, also a victim to my ex-husband, who does all the things he does that I have no control over. I felt like a victim of my own spouse, who parents in ways that I don't parent and all these things were happening in their whole. And I just felt like a victim to all of it. Like I was at the effect of other people's choices. And this is what wishing things were different does. It puts us in that place of victim mentality where we feel powerless. Like we can't have the kind of life that we want because of all of these outside things, whether it's people or circumstances. For example, I have Lyme disease. I could be a victim of that. Like I can't live the life I want to live because this thing that holds me down. But the reality is all those things aren't the ones holding us down. We hold ourselves down with our thinking. That is what takes away our freedom. And one of the ways we do that is wishing things were different. When we wish things were different, it robs us of motivation and empowerment that we need to take control of our lives and make meaningful changes. Okay, let me review those one more time. The shickles of wishing are number one, it creates unrealistic expectations. Number two, it hinders problem solving. Number three, it negates appreciation and gratitude. And number four, it promotes a sense of powerlessness, which leads to victim mentality. All of these are shackles. They're all things that keep us stuck. They hold us back. They keep us trapped. They keep us in this place where we don't feel like we have choices. And that is not a fun place to be. So if that's true, if wishing things were different, are shackles that keep us trapped. What we want to do is stop wishing things were different and to actually start living instead. So how do we actually do that? The first step is what I'm calling radical acceptance. Choose to accept everything exactly as it is. You have a mom who does these things, period. Nothing comes next. You just accept it. This is who she is. You have a bank account with this much money, period. Nothing comes next. You just accept it. It is what it is. You're going to take these two examples. One is a person and one is a thing, a mom and a bank account. And you are going to fill in the blanks. Instead of mom, it could be mom. This is the holidays, which is why I picked mom. A lot of us have mama drama at the holidays. If it's not your mom, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your boss, whoever it is, the person we're having the problem with that we wish, really wish was different. Just fill in the blank. You have a whatever. They are who they are. This is what they do. Period. 
We don't finish that sentence with anything else. There's no, but it should be different, but they shouldn't do it. But I wish they would do this. We don't finish the sentence. That's where the period is. You have a mom who does these things, period. That's it. That's just, this is just reality. The sun comes up in the morning and my mom does these things, period. Neutral. It's just something that happens. It is just reality as it is. Okay, that's the first thing. We've got to step into radical acceptance. This right now, in this moment, is what it is. Let's go back to the bank account because a lot of you, your brains think that if you accept it, that you won't change it. And that's not actually true. Now, with people, we can't actually change the people. I'm sorry. I know you've tried. I've tried. We have all tried to change the people. We cannot change the people. They will either change or not change because they want to. They may never, ever change because they don't actually want to. But us trying to change them, it never works. All it does is drive us crazy. We've all tried it. Let's just get on board with that. As far as other circumstances, like your bank account, clearly you can change the amount of money in your bank account, but not in this moment. In this exact moment, it is what it is. And we have to accept that because remember the shackles of wishing it was different actually hinders problem solving. So instead, because your brains, I know a lot of your brains think, if I stop wishing it was different, I won't change it. And I will always have this amount of money in my bank account. And then I tell you, that's actually not true. It's totally not true. The more you wish it was different, the less likely you are to actually be able to change it. You make it really hard for yourself to change it. Whereas instead, if you accept that this is what it is, okay, this is the, the amount we have today. Now what? Remember, after we accept comes, now what? Okay, if I want more in there, what can I do about that? How, how could I get more in there? The acceptance actually leads to a place where we can problem solve, where we can change the things that we can change. There are some things we cannot change, but for the things that we can change, acceptance, radical acceptance is actually what allows us to get into the place that enables us to change it and to change it in a way that feels much better when we are able. It's not like it's impossible to change it if we're wishing it was different. We totally can. You've probably all done it. It doesn't feel good. It feels terrible the whole way there. When you accept it as it is, as you change it, it's easier and it feels better. We can totally accept it and change it. That's totally okay. Radical acceptance. This is what it is. Period. That's the end of the sentence. Okay. Strategy number two. Decide what you want. Oh, this is where we get to the now what. I was getting ahead of myself. Given that things are what they are, now what do you want? With the mom example, knowing she will continue to be who she is and do what she does. Now, what do you want your holidays to look like? How can you set yourself up for success? How might you take care of yourself given you have a mom who does these things? Who do you want to be when she does that thing? Okay, we just decide now that we've accepted our reality. We can just decide what it is that we want. We can actually make a plan. We're back into problem solving. With the bank account example, you could just decide you just want to be grateful for what you have and just be done with it and just stop all the drama about wishing it was different. Or you could decide you want to be grateful and create more. How much more? How much you do that? Once we 
choose radical acceptance, just accept it as it is. Then we decide what we want. And then step three is we create it. I was just asking questions to myself. We take the answers to all of those questions and we put them into action. So you can have amazing holidays with a mom who does the thing. You can. And a brother who does that thing. You can have amazing holidays with the money in your bank account. These are not the things that determine what kind of holidays you are going to have. You get to determine that. But the more you wish it was different, the harder you make it for yourself to have the kind of holidays that you want. Wishing things were different are shackles. They keep us down. They keep us stuck. They hold us back. And we do not have the freedom to actually create the kind of experiences that we want. Okay. Here are some questions for you to consider. What do you wish was different? Just think about your life. It doesn't have to be about the holidays. I'm recording this around the holidays. I wanted to talk about that because a lot of us have expectations and things we wish were different about the holidays, but this could be anything. It could be your weight. It could be your relationship. It could be your job. It could be your money. It could be anything. What or who do you wish was different? Now, the second question. How is wishing it was different serving you? I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing your brain thinks it is. It thinks it's helping you to get somewhere else with the bank account. As long as we wish that, or let's do a wait this time since we've talked about the bank account. As long as you wish your body was different, like if you weighed less, then that's what will keep you um, on the diet or doing the exercise or whatever it takes to get your body to where you want it to be. That's what our brains say. And it's also not true at all. Your brain thinks it serves you to wish it was different. And I'm just going to challenge you to truly question that. Like, truly. Even if we're like, Mindy's crazy. She does not know what she's talking about. But because what I'm doing isn't really working the best, I'm just willing to try an experiment. We'll just try it her way, where we choose radical acceptance and we stop wishing it was different. And we'll just see what happens. We could always try it. You have nothing to lose. You can always go back to wishing it was different later. Third question. How is wishing it was different causing you unnecessary pain and suffering? Just think back to before I found all these coaching tools. How much pain and suffering I caused myself as I thought about all the things that should be different and how I wished it was this way and I wished it was this way and I wish this was happening and I wish this person would do this. It, and it got me nowhere. None of those people changed. And none of those situations changed. All it did was make me miserable. Truly think about that. How wishing things were different is causing you unnecessary pain and suffering. And also, how is wishing it was different preventing you from creating what you want? And what I noticed for me, the thing that, that got in my way the most often is I shouldn't have to. That's why I brought that up. Everybody's always, yeah, but I shouldn't have to change Christmas. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to do this. Okay, but so what? You know what? The reason I want to do it is because I love me. And I'm not going to let their behavior and their choices determine what kind of life I get to live. I shouldn't have to. I'm like, brain, so what? It doesn't even matter. It's completely irrelevant. The only thing that matters here is I love me. And I want to create something awesome for myself. And I can't do that while I'm Thinking all these people or these things, they change. Just doesn't help me get there. My challenge to you is to drop the shackles of wishing. They hold us back. 
They keep us from creating the experience we want because we're focused on something we do not or cannot have. Freedom comes as we accept things as they are and then ask ourselves, now what? This gives you the freedom to create the experience you want rather than being stuck with the experience you have. Remember that the power to create an amazing anything, an amazing life, an amazing marriage, an amazing holiday, whatever that is, the power to create an amazing anything ultimately lies within you. You have the power to do it. Live free, love life, my friend. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might want to check out my Live Free Love Life membership, where we actually do the work of creating freedom so we can love our lives. Go to itstimetolivefree.com for details.